Ready, set, go! Welcome to the EV Diaries, the podcast where we talk about EVs in small town America. There is no doubt that the Tesla Model 3 is the most popular EV in America, even in small town America. I can attest to seeing at least one or two every day when you're in and about town. You'll actually see more than that if you travel outside of your daily circle. Now, that might be a stretch, depending on where you are. I know there are smaller towns than what I live in, but let's face it, all we have is a Walmart and a Marshalls. We have a Bucks and a Duncan just because the interstate goes through here. So saying that you'll see one or two where you are is erroneous at best, but I still stand by my popularity statement. As EVs come into their own, a lot of people, including myself, have considered or will consider buying used. Again, for someone like me, buying used had to be done online because there just aren't EVs for sale in people's front yards or on the best car lots in town. You can't even find a new EV on a car lot in town, much less one that's used. Anyway, Tesla has announced a modification to their used warranty. You see, on the new S's and X's, the warranty is 8 years or 150,000 miles. The 3 and the Y range from 8 years 100,000 miles to 8 years 120,000 miles based on the configuration. So here's the rub. Buying used from Tesla or a third party, you used to receive a 4 to 6 year 50,000 mile warranty, depending on the age of the car. Now, the used warranty is 1 year limited or 10,000 miles. The good thing is that this is additive, so if you buy a Tesla with some remaining warranty, you'll get the extra year and 10,000 miles on top of that. Tesla, also in an unrelated move, maybe, announced that the seven-day no-questions-asked return policy is no longer in play. Some articles I've read about it suggest that this was one of the big things that made Tesla so inviting to begin with, and this will undermine consumer confidence in the brand. Well, first off, there are a lot of people trying to undermine Tesla, but we'll leave that can of worms unopened. Second, I don't see that any of these moves are really detrimental overall. Think about it. When you get a five-year, 60,000-mile powertrain warranty from, say, Chevrolet, it is transferable. The remainder goes to the second owner. Nothing really has changed with that with Tesla. If there is no factory warranty remaining on your Tahoe, then guess what? You're out of luck. And that bumper-to-bumper stuff is very limited and is only a three-year, 36,000-mile deal. So all in all, the Tesla warranty is still better than an ICE vehicle, even if it's not the four- to six-year deal that they had before. You get a year and 10,000 miles regardless of what's remaining. Now, the devil really may be in the details, and there might be some legal mumbo-jumbo loophole trickery going on, but just based on the Tesla website, I put a link on Flipbook, I didn't see any chicanery. As far as the seven-day, no questions asked, I guess now they're going to ask questions. Just kidding. Uh, Try to return any other car in a seven-day period, except with Carvana, 
it's not going to happen. Not easily anyway, and even with Carvana, I forget what the restocking, returning, and replacing fees were exactly. You can swap and send it back. It may be convenient, uh, maybe, I don't know, somewhat. But yeah, returning cars is expensive, and there are contracts to void, and new contracts, and all sorts of that junk. Again, I am not a lawyer, nor am I engaged in rendering legal, financial, medical, or professional advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. I won't even make a recommendation to what flea and tick collar you should put on your cat. And let me tell you, but Ben said has never worked for me or stood up in a court of law. Individual results may vary. Actually, this seven-day return was a useful tool before Tesla proved it's worthy to trust. So backing away from it shouldn't be seen as anything but the evolution in business growth. I suppose when a car is returned during that seven-day policy that you have all this legal stuff to pay for with contract voiding and the such, the car is no longer new, so now depreciation sets in and the company has lost value in that product, it gets costly. Tesla did it in the first place to earn trust. Now you are worthy of trust, and it's a rare, unnecessary cost. I get it. The only problem is... Over the long haul, if it causes their why to go fuzzy and they lose their way, that can happen. It happened uh, to Walmart when Sam Walton died. I love Disney World, and over the decades, the experience has changed. It's part of it. It's not that it's better or worse. It's just different. I can't tell you how many times I've ridden in the front of the monorail at either the Magic Kingdom or heading between the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Tragically, that's no longer a thing you can do. Uh, there used to be double-decker buses traveling Main Street USA and around World Showcase. But again, sadly, these are gone, and I miss them. And don't get me started on the whole Making of Me video that was at the Wonders of Life. It's funny, I actually met the guy that sued Disney and got the double-decker buses removed. When he told me who he was, and that was his real claim to fame, I just really wanted to smack him. He was doing some consulting work for a company I used to work for. In hindsight, I should have smacked him. Anyway, I still love Disney. I can't wait to go back. But when I think about trips that I made 10, 15, 20 years ago, I don't know if it's the nostalgia kicking in or just the fact that they were different, but there were experiences that I remember fondly that have transitioned that you just can't do anymore. So, you know, businesses change. It's a fact. Tesla, best of luck in this. I realize that you're growing despite what the naysayers say. Guys, hit that subscribe button and remember the EV revolution is here. And on the road of life, there are few guarantees, but it's still a fun ride.